All right. Welcome to the Rise Up Podcast. I am your host, Jonah Mitchell. And on this show, I do my best to help simplify everything that goes into the weight loss process so that your life doesn't have to revolve around your weight, uh, makes it easier for you to show up for you. And you get to uh, uh, really, you know, understand that this process isn't as difficult as we have uh, often made it. Um, And uh, really, a lot of times we kind of get in our own way. And it's just due to a lack of understanding, a lack of awareness. I try to shed a lot of light on those things so it can be more uh, applicable to where you're at in your day-to-day. And if you like my, uh, or if you're a long-term listener or a brand-new listener, I appreciate the absolute hell out of you. Um, And I I just, I love uh, being able to meet you wherever you're at. And I hope uh, I um, am able to help you even in a small way. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, um, I try to keep these, uh, episodes once a week. Um, if you learn something new, if you, if I've helped change your perspective, um, or if you like my rants and my, uh, <laughs> my, um, my rabbit hole thoughts, um, I would greatly appreciate if you shared this episode with one person, um, because it's my entire goal to just help you with, will help you and as many people as I possibly can. So without further ado, um, oh, and also if you like this kind of stuff or you want to see some more of my short form content, all those notes are in the show notes. Um, and, uh, yeah, free resources in the transformation Facebook group. Also that's down there as well. And, uh, let's kick this episode off. Let's talk about, Finding your macros to get in the best shape you can for summer. Um, And we're going to go over a few things about this process. But really, we want to, I want to, I want to give you a perspective or I want to give you the understanding of what macros actually are and and what you're trying to accomplish uh, instead of what most people are, are used to. All right. So macros make up your calories. That's it, right? For every one gram of protein uh, and one gram of carbs, well, one gram of protein is four calories, one gram of carbs is four calories, and one gram of fat is nine calories, all right? So that's what your calories are made up of. So when you're tracking calories and people say hit this macro or hit this target, right, the calories are going to be made up of the whatever the macronutrients you are consuming, right? So um Protein is essential for muscle growth and stimulation, and also bone density. Um, carbs are are uh, very, uh, very. Uh, they're not essential, uh, but they're very important when it comes to uh, energy and performance. The, you know, higher stress, higher work, uh, higher lo- workload. Probably you're you're probably going to want the higher uh, carb amounts. Um, and dietary fat is super important for uh, hormone stimulation and support. Um, and um, depending on where you're at, depending on how you digest, you know, you're fats can take up like 20% of your calories all the way up to about 35% of your calories. Um, and, and when we're trying to find the macro prescription that works for you, uh, we're going to make this process a lot simpler. All right. We're going to get right into the meat of the meat of these things. And really I want you to not overstress yourself out, like very, like, um, like what a lot of, uh, macro calculators can do for a lot of people, which is, um, stress stress us out when it's like okay i want to lose one or two pounds a week it says this is the number you have to hit these are the macros you have to hit have fun and then it starts yelling at you if you have a, a high trans fat food or a high sugar food high sodium food you don't need to be worrying about any of that because the problem with a lot of these calculators that try and give you macros based off of arbitrary goals right they only know your height weight your age um and your goal 
right? And it puts all of the calculation and it just spits it out at you, right? And it doesn't really understand you, where you're currently at, your lifestyle, what your digestion looks like, how you process and, and break down certain foods. It's just throwing numbers at you because, yeah, when all when you count for everything, calories in versus calories out, there's only one way to lose weight. And that's to sustain a calorie deficit. So those calculations, when they spit them back at you, um, they, they just factor in the calories in versus calorie out. They don't factor in the human side of things, the the, emo the emotional side of things and the energy uh and the energy needed side of things it's just like arbitrary you know hit these numbers and avoid these quote-unquote bad foods right and um it can be very stressful because when we get those numbers we're like okay i have to hit them if i don't hit them i'm i i'm a failure if i um or, or if i go over them i'm a failure and it's like all these things that like we can start thinking about when we don't when we only have the context of what the numbers are right when we don't understand how to fit it into our current day-to-day um, and one of my baby, my, one of my, 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 one of my favorite things to help for my, my clients in general is to simplify the macro, uh, process in general, right? When they, when a lot of people, when they sign up for like a nutrition program, they're like, all right, where's my macros? Where's my food list? How can I get this done? I'm like, well, first we're going to go over like what food actually is and how you can start increasing, you know, protein, um, appropriately. Uh, and without putting so much stress on it, but that's not uh, for today. This is specifically how to find the macros. So we're going to just simplify the macros in general, all right? When you first pick up your macro calculator, your macro tracker, I should say, I don't, the, the, the main thing is to just get a good understanding where you're currently at, all right? Do not worry about hitting numbers right off the bat because you have zero context of how much you're currently consuming, right? Even if you have had tracking, if you have tracking uh, experience in the past, right? If you're not where you want to be, tracking isn't technically working the way that we would like it to, right? There's certain things that people get attached to tracking, right? They like that understanding, but then it can be very, uh, it can be like a crutch. Um, and especially if we're not seeing the results that we want and we're trying to think, well, if I have to lose weight, I have to keep eating calories, like, and then we're like oh, cutting calories, cutting calories, and then we have this rough relationship with food. And again, the the rabbit hole that can uh, in, in, uh, entail makes it very, very difficult to maintain the number one thing needed to see results, how to get in shape. And that's to stay consistent. And, and consistency does not mean miserable. Consistency means finding the, the 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 effective dosage that's going to allow you to feel better for the long run. And the more better you can feel, the more consistent you'll stay and the more consistent you'll stay the more like the stronger or uh, the higher the likelihood of you getting the results that you want, right? So if uh, that is the case, right, when we're just focusing on just worry about where we're currently at, because there's a lot of things that get in the way of people when they're trying to, again, when they're trying to find that ideal macro prescription, they're not aware of the possible discrepancies that go into play where we're tracking inaccurately. We're not aware of certain calories that are sneaking their way into our diet and it makes it very difficult to stick with the numbers, right? We may, we may be tracking and hitting the numbers, but if we're not seeing the results that we expect, right? Then there may be, uh, then we get very, again, we get very in our heads. We get very, we start questioning everything and we don't see uh, where the, the actual gaps are because we're too worried about trying to hit numbers with very little context. So in the beginning, we're just trying to understand where we're currently at, right? And when we're, when we have a good understanding and then we evaluate what's our body weight doing, what's our body composition doing, how's our energy feeling, then we can say, great. If we're say, you know, we're tracking and your arbitrary goal from my fitness pal is like 1400 calories if you say you want to like lose one to two pounds a week um and then you start tracking 
and you only end up tracking about 1200 calories right and then well in our head well that's great i'm eating less than what my fitness pals told me if i wanted to be losing weight and then all i have to do is keep doing that right but then you're not losing any weight right you're staying about the same same five two to five pounds that keeps fluctuating and you're staying consistent with the 1200 calories and you're like well i'm hitting 1200 calories why am i not losing weight it's well under my it's it's under my my weight loss calorie goal why am i not seeing the results it's like okay well looking at the context looking at the data if you're not losing weight you're not in a deficit so it's not to say that you are um you're, you know, you're not, uh, it's not to say that you're broken, that you can't lose weight and all those things. It's like, you may be tracking more food than you're aware of. So that's why right in the beginning, it's how accurate can I be with my tracking, right? We don't need to get meticulous. We just need to be aware, right? Am I paying attention to my liquid calories? Am I uh, tracking raw versus cooked, right? If you input cooked chicken, but you're weighing it raw, that's going to, that's going to add up to discrepancies. Are you sneaking in, you know, little bites throughout the day, right? And, you know, bite here and there doesn't really add up to much, but if it's a bite throughout the whole day that you're not really tracking, right? Then it's like, oh crap, like there's a lot more calories going into this process than you were aware of. And that's what we need to focus on first. Get aware, right? If you can get aware, it's going to make much more. It's going to make it much simpler to be accurate. And if you want to get, if you want to, to find that macro prescription that's going to really help you uh, get in shape for summer, right? Even though it feels like counterintuitive to kind of slow down, right? But take one or two weeks to just get focused on on and on being accurate. Then, when we talk about how much protein is needed to, you know, shed body fat, uh, the the amount of calories needed to uh, to start losing weight, and uh, focusing, or I'm sorry, amount of protein needed to stimulate uh, muscle retention and prioritize fat loss, and then finding that deficit number that's you know manageable, sustainable, but allows you to see the results that you want in a timely manner, right? When you're more accurate, you can be consistent for longer. So taking the one to two weeks to ensure that your tracking is uh, uh, much more accurate is going to make the results come much faster, much quicker than if you were trying to just rush to the bottom as quickly as possible, but then regain all the weight back the second you reintroduce certain foods back into your diet because you were like, oh, I'm not, if I'm eating 1200 calories and I'm not losing weight, I'm going to have to keep going lower and lower and lower when you have zero context, right? So anyway, after we have that and we work on being accurate and we are confident, okay, now, you know, we had, we were tracking 1200 calories, but it turns out we're actually eating about 18, 1900 calories. Cool. Now we see that. Awesome. Now that we have that accurate number and it makes more sense of why we're not seeing the results that we want, right? It doesn't always work out that way, right? But again, just to help give you some tools that, uh, that I work on with my clients. Now we look at our protein amount, right? Because really there's two, we don't need to be tracking all three of our macros, right? And then our calories on top of it, right? Calorie goal, protein goal, carb goal, fat goal, right? Fuck. That's a lot of numbers that we have to hit. <laughs> so there's only two numbers that we need, that we truly need to set targets for. That's going to make our life a lot easier. The first one is total calories. The second one is total protein, right? If you do that, right? Like I said earlier, your, your calories are made up of your protein, carbs, and fats. So if we hit, if we just aim for a total calorie goal, right? All we need to worry, we don't need to worry about the macro uh, prescription or profile yet. All we need to worry about is, can we get to a goal consistently, right? So 18, 1900 calories, what we track, right? Before we, before we start cutting, it's like, well, okay, if we do that consistently and that's where we're at, great. What is our protein number at that level, 
right? Because when protein and calories are accounted for, carbs and fats don't really matter, like on like the level of we need to hit them to a T, right? Sometimes you're going to have higher fats, sometimes you have uh, higher carbs, and they're going to fluctuate. But if you can, if you can be consistent with protein and calories, that's where you're going to see the biggest uh, bang for your buck. And you're going to make it easier to be consistent because you don't have to hit two numbers. You don't have to hit four numbers. All you have to hit are two, right? So when we have that 18, 1900 calories that we're tracking consistently, right? We look at our protein and say, you know, you're a 180 pound person and you want to, you want to lose about 30 pounds. Um, I'm not going to say you're going to lose 30 pounds by, uh, summertime rolls around, but again, um, but you want to get to the one fifties, right. And you really are focusing on improving body composition as quickly as possible. So we, uh, we have this idea of, okay, so now we have the goal, we have the understanding. Now we can say, great. Well, now we're eating 18 to 1900 calories. We look at our protein amount. We're only eating about 60, 70 grams a day, right? Protein is essential for prioritizing fat loss and holding on to lean muscle mass, right? The whole skinny fat term or, you know, being, um, or, you know, um, skinny fat or just losing a lot of muscle and definition um, or just being, you know, it's not bad by any means, but we don't want to just slash calories and tear down our muscle mass because then re weight, weight, uh, weight regain is very likely because now we lower our metabolic rate. When we lower our metabolic rate. We burn less calories at rest, making it easier for us to, um, to regain that weight later. So um, if we're only eating about 60, 70 grams a day and we're about 180 pounds, right? That is well below something called uh, protein synthesis. And protein synthesis is just the amount of protein needed uh, in order to stimulate muscle uh, growth and retention, right? If protein is essential, we meaning we do not produce any of the amino acids found in protein. So if you don't consume enough protein, your body has a really hard time having the building blocks to you know get in shape and and lean out and tone up, right? And shed body fat. So when we have when we start focusing on increasing protein intake. Right. We can do this in a couple ways. Right. Usually it's gradual. Right. If you have 60 to 90 grams or 60 to 70 grams um, and the ideal ratio for getting enough protein to uh, to go above a, a little bit above protein synthesis and encourage more fat loss is about 0.8 grams per pound of body weight. Right. Depending on where you're at, you know, I would I would say aim for one for one uh, for every one gram of uh, uh, one gram of protein for every pound you weigh. But if you're someone who's got like, you know. 40, 50 plus pounds to lose, I would aim for ideal body weight. But if you're like someone who's within like that 30, uh, yeah, like that 10 to 30, um, you can probably aim for about one gram per pound of body weight. And, um, and not because it's like, oh God, you have to hit that number. But it's mainly because if you aim that high and you come up short, you're still at your average will start to go up. So when you're focusing on your macros, right, to get into shape, protein it multiply your body weight by 0.8 grams so if you're if that if we're talking about this 180 this person who's 180 that'd be about 150 grams of protein right and that's a super that's well above where they're currently at um and you know um <laughs> if we want to jump there there's going to be a lot of uh there's going to be a lot of things that are going to uh feel different with, with digestion but once your body gets used to that that consumption, like if we had time, I would say gradually work up to that. But just start by saying, you know, multiply your body weight by 0.8. Again, put that in perspective of if you are like it, you have 40 to 50 plus pounds to lose, I would just go for your ideal body weight and protein. Um, 
And then once you have that goal, now that's your one, that's your first goal, right? Is can I get my protein up to a hundred, like uh, within 150 uh, grams of protein, you know, and I usually like using ranges. So for this person in particular, I'd say between 130 and 160 grams of protein, right? Can we get in that window consistently while protein, while calories stay about 18, uh, at, yeah, 18, 1900, right? So now, and then wherever carbs and fats fall, you know, that's fine. It's not really necessary. If you want percentages, right? Um, I, cause it's going to vary, but like 20 to 35% of your calories, uh, could be coming from dietary fats and then 20 to 40% of your calories could come from, um, uh, carbohydrates, but it really doesn't matter if calories are accounted for and you're hitting your protein window, your protein targets, those don't really matter. But if you want those numbers to help, help you out, that's the general range. Right. Um, but I would, I would play it by feel because as you go again, the protein number is the most important, right? And then you can understand where you like your carbs and fats to fall. And if they're somewhere in those windows, which are generally ideal, right? So for, for this person, again, I'm, I'm not looking at the calculator, but maybe, her, their numbers are like fat grams are like 35 and then protein grams are like um uh, 180 180 to like 220 right very arbitrary numbers i don't even know if the math adds up for that but again that's just like giving you the context to make this simpler right if you're trying to get into shape protein matters more if you get that number and if your carbs and fats are in that general range you're in a good place oversimplify this process, right? Well, really, we want to just simplify this process. So it's not as uh, detrimental. It's not as annoying. It's not as frustrating. And then this will uh, essentially make you guarantee, well, I don't want to say guarantee, but will give your body the building blocks to help start shedding fat, limit a lot of the foods that, um, you know, make it harder for us to stay consistent. Because when you start focusing on adding more protein, naturally, you start eating a little bit less. Naturally, uh, snacks and, and bites and licks, they start to go down. Naturally, you feel more satisfied. And naturally, your, your, your overall calorie intake starts to drop because you're consuming a macronutrient that is super thermic. And thermic means it burns a lot. Uh, it takes a lot to digest and break down. So it will essentially make your again will help you by focusing on adding more protein adding more food into your diet you'll naturally limit a lot of the over uh the hyper palatable hyper calor or, or super calor super califragilisticexpialidocious um the hyper palatable calorie dense snacks <laughs> that make it very difficult to maintain consistency right again those foods aren't bad but if we are low in protein and we have all these snacks that are very easy to overconsume that's what uh, that's what makes it difficult for us to see the results in the long run but if we focus on adding right getting that protein amount and again so if you're taking notes 0.8 grams per pound of body weight multiply your, your weight by that um, but if you're again 40 to again, 40 plus pounds away from your weight loss goal, I would just aim for ideal body weight in grams, right? Again, for some people that may be really high um, and that's that's normal because we want to give our body a lot of building blocks. If we give it all the building blocks, this is how you're going to actually lean out and tone up. If you just cut calories and drastically increase cardio, you're gonna tear down muscle mass, right? And you're going to uh, make it very difficult to, you know, see the definition, the tone, you know, that in shape look that many people are looking for. Um, so, yeah, I guess essentially when it comes to that, that's the big thing about macros is, is essentially what I do to make it easier for my clients is to make it simple like that. Right. And to get in shape, all we need to do is get be, get consistent 80 percent of the time. 
you do not have to be perfect, right? Like I was talking about earlier, that relationship with tracking calories of like, I have to hit these numbers. I have to do it. If I don't, I'm a failure. It's wrong. That's why I use ranges. Uh, oh, before I even go down that rabbit hole, I need to I talk about, I didn't even talk about the second number or the second adjustment that we need to make. So after we're accurate, uh, after we, we increase protein amounts appropriately, right? Again, like I said, naturally, you'll probably, probably start eating a little bit less, but now we can take that accurate overall calorie number and this is where we uh, uh, strategically limit calories to see weight loss right this is where we strategically lower our calories from anywhere by two to 500 right i usually start between two and 300 in the beginning just to see how our body responds um and when we do that with uh, likely a lot of times you do that naturally by just increasing your protein intake, right? But again, we were tracking 18, 1900 calories. We dropped that to two to 16 to um, 1800 calories on a regular basis. So now we're, we're trying to bring the average down um, or I guess it'd be 15 to 15 to 1800 calories. Um, right. 18, 19, 16, 17. We would bring the target down to 16, 17. Math is not on my side today. Um, this is what happens when you pull out numbers straight out your head and not write, in, write them down. <laughs> but that's where we would try and now elicit the weight loss response, right? This is where eating less than you burn comes into play. It's not a race to the bottom. It's a strategic adjustment that makes a, a deficit easier, right? We're, the whole goal is to make this process easy. If it's a if it's hard for you to stay consistent, it's hard for you to show up, if it makes you feel miserable, it's going to be very difficult to stay consistent. And the main thing is to limit the hunger pangs that come up when we're, uh, when we're dieting, right? A lot of people feel miserable when they're dieting because they're thinking they have to eat so little to lose weight. When in reality, it's about how much can we eat and still lose weight, right? Because if we can mitigate the negative drawbacks of a diet, right, that make it harder to stay consistent, right, with hunger, irritability, uh, low energy, right? Um, then it's then you don't feel like you're dieting anymore. And that's the problem is everyone feels like they're on or off a diet. But when we're trying to utilize macros, we're trying to utilize them for what they're actually meant to do is give us understanding of what we can do to support our body. Not Oh, here's your rules of here's how much you uh, how much you have to eat to lose one to two pounds, because even then one to two pounds a week is a is fast progress. Right. And that's only if everything's perfect, if you're able to stay consistent and you're tracking accurately. Right. But if we do it this way, we get to to, to solve a lot of issues right uh, for in the long run and start seeing the results qu rather quickly. Right. Not saying that you can't lose one or two pounds a week, but it's just to the most important thing is to be consistent. Right. Establish consistency, support your body, give it the building blocks needed to see the results that you actually want without making it hard to stay to stick with it. And you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to hit these numbers every single day on the dot. Excuse me. All we have to do is be 80% consistent. 80% consistency is what gets results and allows you to live your life at the same time. Yeah, if you want to do it really fast, there's definitely a protocol where you can be 90, 95% consistent, right? And if you do that, yeah, you'll probably see uh, results rather quicker because you are limiting the uh, extra, extra meals, extra snacks, extra nights out that will make it harder for you to maintain a deficit. But again, not a bad thing if you have those things. It's just where is your line, right? If we're if we're if we're trying to do this in time for for to get in shape for summer, probably want to go the 90, 95 uh, uh, percent route. Right. But again, knowing that you have some wiggle room, this is like probably one or two meals uh, a week. 
probably actually one meal a week where it's like uh where it's considered off protocol you know it's not a bad meal it's not a cheat meal right we don't cheat on our diet because we associate bad things with cheating it's like no i, I want to have a date night you know and that's going to be my meal 90 the rest of the time i'm going to be super accurate and do my best right but if you want a little bit more wiggle room you can still see results at 80 percent consistency right 80% is like, you know, on a calendar, it's like 25 days of the month. Um, so you probably have more like wiggle room, like three to five meals um, where you can truly enjoy something that you want, or maybe even up to six. Uh, think about that now. Um, but again, it's it's what's the line you want to draw? What are you willing to stick with? And what's going to not make it miserable for you to stay consistent? right? Macros are important, right? Now that we, now that you kind of understand how to simplify this and, uh, and really focus on, on just a couple things and then adjust your calorie window, which you'll probably naturally do when you increase protein. Now you just got to pick what's the, what's the rate you want to see the progress, but realistically, how effective can you be at being consistent, right? That's the big thing here. Consistency trumps all, right? If you have shitty reasons to want to be losing weight, right? You can feel, um, similar to me where you can feel super insignificant and feel like if uh you're, you're worthless if you don't look a certain way um and you can be super consistent with that but then you know when you get to your goal i.e me when i was at my goal eight percent body fat i felt even worse because now i had something to lose and if i messed up um i would i would feel like shit but again i was consistent i was consistent probably 95 percent of the time <laughs> and um and it was very hard for me to even eat, consider eating out. Um, it was hard for me to enjoy my wedding because of those things, right? You can, but I was consistent, so I saw the results, right? But it was for shitty reasons. But it still trumped everything else, right? A lot, a lot of people go down that route where they're consistent for reasons that aren't actually going to help them in the long run. They're 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 um, they're insecure reasons. They're reasons that you know are we're trying to solve an immediate discomfort, uh, but set but bring other problems up later down the line, and we don't want to do that, right? So when we're trying to do this, it's it's a lot of conversations. I mean, a lot of my episodes are about having conversations with yourself so that you can understand what you're actually realistically able to do, what you're willing to do, what you, and how that's going to fit into your life instead of what we just automatically react to do uh, based off what we think we know, right? When we think, we often think we, we know a lot more than we do um, and that's okay, right? We've seen progress, we've seen success in the past that we make our assumptions off of. Um, we, we hear stories of other people and what they've done that we base assumptions of how this works. But in reality, we don't have to do that. It's a lot simpler than you think, right? And yeah, it sounds a bit slow. It's like, but I want my numbers now so I can see the results now. It's like, yeah, but first let's solve the problem of, of inaccuracy. And that's when the more accurate you can be, the more consistent you'd be, right? So the biggest thing, once you have that macro understanding, once you understand, okay, my general window of protein, my general window of calories, right? And when I'm accurate, right, that takes, it could take about one to two weeks, right? One, two weeks if you're really focusing on it. Um, but like I said, you can immediately just jump into this and start seeing results. I'm not saying that, but I'm also trying to kind of feed you the the long term because I don't want you to have to keep doing this like after after summer, like you go and do this and then you gain all the way back and, you know, you keep going on this on and off cycle. It's like, well, as like enjoy yourself for the summer, get in shape, look good, take lots of photos, right? But then after that, after you have that celebration, you know, like, 
come back, go back to your routine, go back to your, your, your nutrition that you learned how to be consistent with, that you learned how to be accurate with and allowed you to see those results without making it so difficult, right? And I'm not, I'm not going over training. Um, I, I, I want to briefly touch on this because, you know, it, it just kind of popped in my head. Um, strength training is going to give you a, a very, very loud signal that's going to help with fat loss primarily, right? Because you're stimulating muscle more frequently, you're telling your body muscle is important, right? Working out at like two to four times a week, finding a good strength program, um, it's going to be super beneficial uh, when we're trying to MC, uh, tone up, right? Get in shape. Um, cardio, I would use sparingly. I, if you want to do cardio, maybe once or twice, but I would mainly focus on step counts, eight to 12,000 steps, right? On a regular basis, find sprinkling movement throughout the day, get like a 30 to 45 minute walk once or twice a day. And if you can do that, they're not only going to uh, get your, you're going to get your cardio fixed, but you're going to increase your caloric burn, making a deficit a lot easier. And when you have more protein uh, in your diet, you're not going to feel as hungry as often, making it difficult to um, maintain that deficit. So like I, I can probably do a whole other podcast on that. And if you're listening to this and, you know, um, want to know how to train alongside setting up your macros, I'd be happy to do a whole episode about that. But I would want to give you that general idea of like two to four times a week of resistance training, get eight to 10, eight to 12,000 steps, you know, sprinkling cardio sparingly, maybe once, even twice a week. Um, but the main thing is be establishing consistency, like consistency, consistency trumps all right? Consistency trumps all. But as you can put these pieces together, right, you'll probably find a routine that really works for you. And that's going to allow you not only to see the results through the summer and get in shape for summer, but also sustain them um, even afterwards. And so it's not so hard. It's not always like summer time to get ripped again. It's like, no, I can just maintain my results and feel good while I'm doing that. So, but then there's cycles of, I'm going down a rabbit hole. I can't go down that today. <laughs> uh, even though I would love to, I do not have that much time. So um, yeah, I'm, I think I, I think I covered all my notes. Where's my sticky note? Yep, that's all I wanted to go over. Um, and I hope it made sense. I hope you learned something. Um, and I wanted to keep this simple. It's supposed to be simple, right? All like all my clients think I'm crazy when I tell them that I want this to be easy for them because if they can show up consistently in an easy way, it's going to make being consistent the number one thing. The need to see results so much easier. So. Um, yeah, I hope you learned something. If you did, uh, I would appreciate it if you shared it with one person. Um, if you share this on social media and tag me, I love being able to connect with you. Um, but yeah, that is all. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I will see you on the next one.